Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew preaches a very important message entitled, Everyone Obeys Counsel, preached December 4th, 2016. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Genesis chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. I was reading the daily reading and I was reading Acts 27 that speaks about St. Paul's voyage in a ship to Rome there to stand trial under Caesar. The ship carrying Paul arrived in fair havens south of Crete. Now God's counsel came to Paul and he announced to all 275 people in the ship. Men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our lives also. So he told them, don't proceed, stay here. But they rejected God's counsel. The pilot, the owner, the centurion, and the majority of people disobeyed and sailed on. They lost the ship and cargo and would have lost all the people, but God in mercy saved them. Friends, I want to tell you, ruin comes to everyone who rejects God's sound counsel. Ask that counsel comes to you from parents and from pastors and from godly teachers. So the title of my speech everyone obeys counsel there are people who hate God's counsel and you will meet with your ruin unless you repent today and ask God to help you according to the Bible there are no autonomous free independent people in the whole world Either one as a finite creature obeys God's counsel as revealed in the Holy Bible or he obeys the counsel of the devil whose counsel is always the exact opposite of God's counsel. God said the day you eat thereof you shall surely die. And the devil said, you shall not surely die. And they died. All descendants of Adam are sinners. Because he, Adam, became a sinner. Disobeying God's law. And obeying Satan's counsel by eating the fruit of the tree of both good and evil. God said, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, 
you will surely die. And you heard what Satan counseled and how Eve and Adam ate and died. Tremble, sir. Fear to do the will of God that you be blessed. Every descendant of Adam is a sinner, is characterized by non pose, non peccare. He can only sin always, every time, unless God makes him a new creation through the miracle of new birth. Then he is made able to obey God by the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells in him. Posse non peccare. Possible not to sin. Seven things I want to say to you. First, the total moral inability of the children of Adam. And we are taught total depravity or total moral inability in Romans 3, 9 through 18. What shall we conclude then? Are we any better? Not at all. We have already made the charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are all under sin. As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands, no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves. Their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is on their lips, their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery mark their ways and the way of peace they do not know. There is no fear of God before their eyes. And the wages of sin is eternal death. God, man, Jesus alone is without sin. He alone lived by the counsel of his father perfectly. And you read today, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish it. This perfect God, man, died our death on the cross as our God-appointed substitute That every sinner who trusts in Jesus will be justified forever by the mercy of God. Only such a person delights in the counsel of God. To obey God exactly, immediately and joyfully, all others are born slaves of the devil. That's point number two, born slaves. I'm speaking about everyone who will not believe in Jesus Christ is a born slave of sin. He can only sin, sin, sin. 
Ephesians 2, 1 through 3, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins. That is dead toward God and good, but very active in the sewer of immorality in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air the spirit who is now at work in the children of disobedience in other words the devil rules the children of disobedience sophisticated children of the devil all of us saint paul includes himself also lived among them at one time what were we doing gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts total obedience like the rest we were by nature objects of god's wrath you don't want to believe jesus said in john 8:44 you belong to your father the devil and you want to carry out your father's desire he was a murderer from the beginning not holding to the truth for there is no truth in him when he lies he speaks his native language he is a liar and father of all lies the devil is speaking sin you'll be happy in first john 5:19 we know that we are children of god and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one the whole world and second corinthians 4 for the god of this age the devil has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God so that they will never repent and believe on Jesus Christ to be saved but everyone obeys sir Jesus said in John 10 verse 10 the thief that is the devil comes to steal kill and destroy but i have come that they may have life and have it to the full eternal life only jesus christ can deliver you from the grip and government and control of the devil causing you to be born again that you may repent and believe on the lord jesus christ and be saved I ask this morning whose counsel are you obeying I have seen people who went to university and they swallowed hook line and singer what the stupid professor said denying the bible and the very first verse in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth whose counsel are you obeying we declare the word of god with all authority and this church shows you mercy by preaching the gospel and we command all people 
to repent and believe and be saved forever. Whose counsel are you obeying? God's counsel in the Bible or the devil's anti-biblical counsel which promises you pleasures of sin and death eternal. The devil and demons are not free, sir. They are under God's sovereign control. They are destined to go to hell together with all unrepentant sinners. So we read what Jesus said in Matthew 25, 41. Then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his demons. Matthew 25, 46, then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. That's a choice. There is no third choice. The point is, there are no free, autonomous, independent people in God's earth. A minority of people serve God obeying his holy counsel the vast majority hear and do the counsel of their father the devil they are slaves to sin all are sons of disobedience but some are saved through new birth Saved by God through Jesus Christ to become sons of obedience. They hear and they do. As the parents speak, pastors speak, godly teachers speak, they will hear and do. Because they are born of God. Point number three, new birth. Matthew seven thirteen and 14 enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction and many majority of people enter through it to go to the eternal destruction but small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life and only few find it they are those who are born of God. And Ephesians 2, 1 through 2. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live. When you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are children of disobedience. A synonym. For children of the devil. In First Peter 1 verse 14. As children of obedience. Those who are born of God. Do not conform to the evil desires. You had when you lived in ignorance. Last. 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 Fulfill. Last. Every unbeliever. 
is living to fulfill his last. The children of God are given a new heart through the miracle of the divine regeneration. Jesus said to Nicodemus in John 3, you must be born again to see and enter into the kingdom of God, which is eternal life. Life of great joy and and happiness. They alone have a new mind delighting in the word of God. A new will delighting in God's will. God's perfect will. And a new affection that rejoices with God. They do this in the power of the Holy Spirit who dwells in them. They are holy people and live a holy life of repentance and faith. God's people live by the counsel of God given in the holy word, the Bible, which the reprobate hates. The reprobate hates the Bible. The people of God are children of God by justification and adoption. And they delight in God's counsel. Point number four. They delight in God's counsel. They delight to do the will of God. Psalm 1 verse 1 says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, in his law that he meditate day and night. They love it. They cherish it. They hear it to do it. Psalm 16 verse 7 I will praise the Lord who counsels me even at night my heart instructs me. This is true of me. Even in the night God instructs me. Psalm 73 verse 24 You guide me with your counsel and afterward you will take me into glory. Isaiah 11 verse 2 The spirit of the Lord will rest on him The spirit of wisdom and understanding The spirit of counsel and power The spirit of knowledge And of the fear of God The spirit of counsel The Holy Spirit Rested on our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ And Isaiah 9, 6 says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And we read in Revelation 3, verse 18, I, the Lord Jesus Christ, counsel you to buy from me Gold refined in the fire so you can become rich. And white clothes to wear so you can cover your shameful nakedness. Going around pretending 
that you are somebody dressed nicely, made all the monies in the world and going to hell. Every unbeliever is under the wrath of God. And buy from me salve medicine to put on your eyes so you can see. Every minister called to preach, teach, and counsel must be godly and learned in the scriptures to give godly counsel to God's people that they live godly and prosperous lives. Read Competent to Counsel by Professor J. Adams. Every minister, sir, should give godly counsel. Nutatic counsel, meaning put in the mind of people the word of God and demand that you obey the word of God without fear, without respect of persons, with authority. Colossians 1.28, we proclaim him admonishing, that's the word, nutateo, admonishing, rebuking, correcting, warning, because you are on your way to hell. Somebody should warn you. We proclaim him admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone perfect in Christ. That is the responsibility of every minister, to present everyone perfect in Christ, mature in Christ. I'm not interested in babysitting, sir. We welcome babies so that you will soon grow up to adulthood, to responsibility. 1 Thessalonians 5.12 Now we ask you brothers to respect those who work hard among you who are over you in the Lord and who admonish you, warn you, rebuke you, correct you because they care for you. Acts 20 verse 31 Here is a minister saying so be on your guard says Paul. Remember that for three years, that's a long time, I never stopped warning. That's the word, no tetail. Each one. You see, a pastor cares for each one. There is no discrimination. Night and day. He doesn't work 40 hours a week. Hireling works 40 hours a week. And with tears, it says, great concern for the soul of every person. This warning, rebuking, and correcting is not only the work of the minister, but it is also the work of every believer in the family of God. Also, every believer must know and live scripture to counsel fellow believers who are members of God's holy family. And so we read Romans 15, verse 14. Professor Adams wrote his book based on this scripture. I myself am convinced, my brothers, 
that you yourselves are full of goodness, complete in knowledge, and competent to warn, to rebuke, and correct one another. Notice, you have to be filled with goodness, complete in the knowledge of the word of God. You must know the word and do the word. You must be a godly person and a learned person. A person who comes to church and sleeps through life is unfit to counsel anybody. Colossians 3.16 Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly because from that abundance of your heart you counsel. As you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and so on. Because you care for the members of the family, not just minister, but every believer has a responsibility to counsel people and say, what you are doing is wrong. And I want you to turn around and do what is right in the sight of God. So notice 2 Timothy 3.16 and 17. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, correcting, rebuking, and training in righteousness. It is in the word we counsel. Thus saith the Lord. The children of the devil, all unbelievers I mean, are made spiritually blind by the God of this world that they may not understand the gospel and believe in Jesus the savior of the world they hate Jesus they hate Jesus they hate the Bible they hate the true Christians they cover up their nakedness of real guilt by the fig leaves of false Christianity, psychology, philosophy, false science, false religions, atheism, wealth, beauty, brilliance, and immorality. They walk in the counsel of the ungodly, stand in the way of sinners, and sit in the comfortable pews of the synagogue of mockers. They corrupt and counsel double-minded Christians who do not know bad company, corrupt good morals. If one does not grow up in grace and in the knowledge of God's word, but delights to remain a spiritual infant, they will soon hate Jesus and the Bible. And God's people. Number five. Examples of such wicked people. Cain. Rejected the counsel of God. God himself came and counseled him. Genesis 4, 6 and 7. Then the Lord said to Cain. Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right. Will you not be accepted? 
But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, to possess you, to control you. But you must master it. But he rejected the Lord's counsel. And the Lord rejected him. And he was led by the devil to destruction. Number two. Rehoboam. You read recently. Son of Solomon. He rejected the good counsel of the elders. But he embraced the counsel of his wicked young friends. And lost 83% of his kingdom. Lost 10 tribes. Another illustration. Ahab. He embraced the lies of demons. He rejected Micaiah's counsel. Holy counsel. He went to war. And was killed according to the Lord's word. Which came through Micaiah. Let me assure you. If you don't obey God's counsel. You will obey the devil's counsel. To your eternal destruction. Joash rejected the counsel of Zechariah the prophet of God and Joash also killed the prophet Joash was obedient to the counsel of the devil and was killed Jehoiakim son of Josiah a great king he was devil controlled rejected the word of God which came through Jeremiah he burned the written scripture and was killed he burned it he cut it piece by piece and put in the fire Jeremiah 36, it was the ninth month and the king was sitting in the winter apartment with a fire burning in the fire pot in front of him. Whenever Yehudi had read three or four columns of the scroll, the word of God, the king cut them off with a scribe's knife and threw them into the fire pot until the entire scroll was burned in the fire and he's going to he was killed and he's going to burn in the fire and not die don't you ever disrespect the true and living triune God who governs the universe he created you disrespected your father but God is not like your father he is sovereign. All authority is given to him. And he saves. And he kills. Number six. Disobedient believers. Who reject God's counsel. Asa. In his early days. Asa relied on the Lord. And the Lord defeated the vast armies of his enemies. Later when he became rich and famous. Later when he became rich and famous. He did not trust 
the Lord. He hired Ben-Hadad of Aram to fight his battle. The prophet Hanani rebuked King Azza. Let me read to you. Second Chronicles 16. At that time Hanani the seer came to Asa king of Judah and said to him because you relied on the king of Aram and not on the Lord your God the army of the king of Aram has escaped from your hand. Were not the Cushites, the Libyans a mighty army with great numbers of chariots and horsemen Yet when you relied on the Lord, he delivered them into your hand for the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. You have done a foolish thing and from now on you will be at war. Asa refused to repent. He put God's prophet in prison and brutally oppressed his people God afflicted him with a serious disease in his feet. He refused to repent and seek the Lord. Instead, Asa sought the physicians. They couldn't heal him. God killed him. We read in 1 Corinthians 11, that is why many among you are weak and sick and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if we judged ourselves we would not come under judgment listen friends because of the sins of the believers even today God disciplines his sinning people in the same manner obedience brings blessing disobedience brings curse that is a principle never abrogated by God Jehoshaphat he was a good king but he became disobedient when he allied himself with the wicked family of Ahab and Jezebel which worshipped the Baals, not the Lord. He caused his son Jehoram marry the wicked Athaliah, the daughter of Jezebel. He was disobedient to the Lord's counsel given by Micaiah. In disobedience he went to war with Ahab and was almost killed. Later the Lord punished Jehoshaphat by destroying his fleet of ships. He will touch your finances. Number three, Uzziah. He was a good king, yet he became proud and disobedient and rejected the counsel of God's word. He wanted to function also as a priest. He entered the temple to burn incense on the altar of incense. Eighty-one priests counseled him to get out of the temple. He refused. God punished him with leprosy and he left. He was never healed and he died as a leper. Friends, God will discipline us with disease as well as financial trouble. When we refuse to pay heed to God's counsel in the word, he counsels us through parents and pastors and as I said, godly teachers. The seventh point, now let us look at Jesus. He alone was perfect God, man, he was without sin. Concerning Jesus, his father said, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. When he was tempted by the devil, 
he obeyed the written word by saying gegraptai it is written and he cited the old testament scriptures and disobeyed satan to him god's word was his only authority and you read today hear him in john 4 verse 34 my food my strength my delight my pleasure my happiness is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work the father said in matthew 17:5 about his son this is my son whom i love with him i am well pleased listen to him which means also listen to the preachers that god calls and commissions to preach the gospel to every creature listen to him and hear what jesus says when he faced the cross father if you are willing take this cup from me yet not my will but yours be done my food is to do the will of god and to finish it without death on the cross he cannot finish the task and from the cross he cried out the last word tetelestai it is finished he came to give his life a ransom for many and he did it tetelestai it's finished redemption the work of redemption is finished that was his passion listen to what the author of hebrews says about jesus christ hebrews 5 7 through 9 during the days of jesus's life on earth he offered a prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death and he was heard because of his reverent submission although he was son he learned obedience from what he suffered and once made perfect he became the source of eternal salvation to all who was obey him say it again together obey him you go to these evangelical churches antinomians to the very core committing immorality in the church friends let us also like uh, Josiah you read about him one of the most obedient kings in the history of Judah he was the king of one book the bible he worked out his salvation with fear and trembling in his reign the bible that was lost was found Josiah and the lord's remnant delighted in the bible and lived in obedience to it The Bible brought about a revival under the leadership of King Josiah. He was responsible for a covenant renewal of God's people. And here it is, me read to you the covenant renewal he made. 
Second Chronicles 34, he went up to the temple of the Lord with the men of Judah, the people of Jerusalem, the priests and the Levites, all the people from the least to the greatest. He read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant which had been found in the temple of the Lord. The king stood by his pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord to follow the Lord and keep his commands, regulations, and decrees with all his heart and all his soul and to obey the words of the covenant written in this book. Then he had everyone in Jerusalem and Benjamin pledge themselves to it. The people of Jerusalem did this in accordance with the covenant of God, the God of their fathers. Today, let us also desire to experience a true revival because we delight in the law of the Lord to do the holy will of God for the glory of God and our covenant blessings. Amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.